Welcome to episode of How We Bounce Back. Tonight we have a very special guest over the Zoom airwaves. I've known this man for 15 years since freshman year of high school in 2005. He's a key leader at the HR department at Peace Corps. He's a former collegiate athlete, faster than a cheetah wide receiver at Norfolk State University. On the UVA football field, he caught a 50-yard pass in the Virginia State High School football game. He doesn't mind going shot for shot Henny with no chaser. He's the funniest friend to all his friends. He's the boyfriend of Tiffany Wilson. And today, he's celebrating his 30th birthday, my brother, Kelvin Kalu Lewis. Happy birthday, brother. How are you doing tonight? Thank you, man. Appreciate it. I'm doing good. You know, um, thank you for having me. Like you said, 14 years, 15 years, it's been so long. I can't believe Ooh. we're just old right now. Oh, man, God. <laughs> And we still look the like, same. There's still a little youth in us right now. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We, we still kind of like, we still like have the same group of friends. We still kind of like do the same did back then, but just like we're just older, more responsible, you know, yeah. more aware. Absolutely. And we always, you know, like before, we always have each other's back, like like always. So it's just, you know, it's blessed to be here with you, bro. Like, thank you for being my friend for this long. I appreciate you for sure. Bro, I amen to that. That hits me through the heart right there. I feel like we've been having so much like crazy times together, like all throughout high school, college, even young adulthood, like we were transitioning as young adults, you know, and like we're coming, we had to mature, we had to find a job, we had to find a place to live. We had to, you know, just yeah. learn and cope. We met, now we've met the loves of our lives, you know, and like, you know, things are only go up. I, you know, a lot, a lot of people regard the twenties as the best year of their lives. And then, you know, with us, we're going to make, our 30s even better right but yeah, it's always exactly. fun to reflect yeah exactly and it's always fun to reflect on the good times and helpful to learn with the bad times too so i do mm. want to ask as our first question today what was your yeah. best birthday in your 20s and what was your worst birthday in your 20s wow the best birthday in my 20s oh my gosh um I mean, I feel like the traditional answer would be like the 21st birthday or whatever. Yeah. But like, you know, 21st birthday is like in college, like the only thing that's like motivates everyone is to get you like just completely like wasted. And you, you don't you <laughs> end up having to do yourself, you know what I'm saying? So that's like not even, it's not even a thing. Um, yeah. I honestly say the best birthday was probably my most recent birthday. Um, so last year, my 29th birthday. Just because of the circumstances, um, you know, my mom, she just retired. She 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 moved to Alabama, she bought a house. Um, you know, pretty much at this point in my life, like most of my family is like, you know, down the south. Like my dad lives in Georgia. You know, my mm -hmm. mom, like I just mentioned, she just bought a house in Alabama. My sister lives in Alabama. So this birthday, my most recent birthday was important to me because like I was able to travel and see my fam. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I saw my mom first time that was my first time seeing her new house you know what i'm saying was awesome. when i went down there for my birthday like so i got to see her i got to see my dad my mom my nephew you know what i'm saying like it was just 
it wasn't even about like partying. It wasn't about like doing anything really. It was just about a trip to go see the fam and just like have one of those like good traditional birthdays. Like, you know, growing up, like see the fam, go out to dinner, mm-hmm. mess around the house, watch videos all night. Like, you know, like that type of birthday. Like, so I say 29th birthday was probably the best one. You know, I know it's not like the traditional answer, but I'm just keeping it real honest. Like, no, that's beautiful, bro. The family. Like the time, the time and everything, like it was just like, that was a good birthday. Yeah. Good birthday. And uh, as we grow older, the, our, the value of family just grows greater and greater. Right. And then there's going to be our future family. So it's like, yeah, in the, in terms of timing, you know, and just seeing all that, it, it's closest to the heart, you know, and as, as mm-hmm. you know, cheesy as it sounds, we all been through all our drinking phase and whatnot but yes being with family mm-hmm. is the number one best time so i i hear you on that yeah. bro yeah so worst birthday uh-oh I was living in 21st birthday worse oh like, why what <laughs> <laughs> where were we oh no do you i think we were at school i wasn't with you at this <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I was i was in college you know um i went to norfolk state university i had a lot of friends that Old Dominion University, which is like five miles away, you know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Um, so, I mean, obviously, throughout my college career, I used to go over, you know, visit friends at ODU, you know, drink or whatever. So, this 21st right. birthday, it was just, you know, I got extra wasted. Like, it was, <laughs> it was one of those nights where you just like, you go out, you're a hype, you know what I'm saying? But like, you take eight shots at the pregame and you're like, oh. <laughs> Uh, that sounds like a normal night, like, but yeah, I'm sure it was amped up because it's 21st. <laughs> and then you're already like behind, so then you go out and like you don't pay for it. You got shots coming at you. Like I know back then, you know, back way back then, because you know we old now. So back in the day, you know, 21st yeah. birthday, the yeah. four horsemen shots for like the back then, you know, and the four shots consisted of like four different types of liquor. Mixed dark and like I don't know the specifics, but I think it was kind of like vodka, tequila, you know, whiskey, bourbon, or something like that. You know what I'm saying? Like all mixed in one right. shot. Right, right. So this particular 21st birthday, um, I think who's the first one who bought me one? I feel like I feel like either Ben Frost or JP Kerr bought me my first full shot. Oh, I know. Yeah, you know how they roll. <laughs> edge. It, it was one of them at the edge. It's, it's, I'm talking, this is like the first one to pop off the night. I took several of them, like four horsemen shots. So I think they bought the first one at the edge. Um, Simo, I think Simo bought me one at the edge as well. Shout out Simo. It's the homie. Um, so one of those nights to where I was just wasted, bro. Like, you know. <laughs> all, right, all right, all right, all right. Listen, listen, listen. Everyone, <laughs> everyone <laughs> has said, when Kalu says, "Listen, listen, listen," it, uh, it's a story. <laughs> everyone has fallen, but the thing is, you got to get up. Bro. You got to get up. When you fall, you got to get up. You feel me? Yeah. Um, yeah. This birthday, I fell. I scraped. I scraped my face up. <laughs> I had. I had. You know, scrapes here. Scrape some of my nose, scrape some of my lip, because I fell. You know, you fall face first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
this is an embarrassing story, but you know, James, you know me. It's fine. Like I don't, I don't mind being embarrassed. I keep it real. You know, you got. Oh, I know, yeah, bro. You never shy, you shy away from it. Your, you can't be real with yourself. You can't be real with nobody else. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so, absolutely. <laughs> it was one of those nights where I was just hella wasted. We were bar hopping, bar bar hopping, and you know, I ended up falling, scraping my face up. Mind you, at this time I'm in college. You know, I played college football for Norfolk State. Oh yeah, now, this time and of year. Well, see, in the season, in the middle of the season. Yeah, this, this specific year, year that we um, we had made the playoffs this year, we went really far, and Ooh. we were having a banquet. Actually, this my birthday weekend. This my twenty first birthday weekend. This year fell on like a banquet weekend. So I think my birthday that year was like a Saturday night. Sunday evening at back at Norfolk State, we had a banquet for our um, our championship rings because we had just won the conference championship like earlier that year. So. It was like a banquet for that. So that was Saturday night. I fell, I went out, got, you know, completely plastered, fell on my face. <laughs> and the next day I have this, like, sophisticated oh. banquet. At the oh, state. Lord. Oh, man. You got to wear a mask. <laughs> for, the, for, the, for the football team. And we're, like, you know, like, getting, like, praise and everything. And, like, of course, like, I show up. Like, I, like, I have, like, scabs on my nose, like. My lip is like scabbed up. I feel, up. I feel yeah. like they know it's your twenty first, and they might understand. You know, so at least your teammates. You know, but the coaches, we, you know, how coaches are. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So you know, we had that whole thing. So went out. You know, got wasted, fell on my face, scraped up at the banquet. You know, of course, everyone's like noticing. Like, oh, like, what happened? Like, did you get in a fight? Like, do we like do we gotta go over there? Like, we can go over there right now after this. Like. <laughs> <laughs> You're going right shout there out, after all dressed up and buttoned up exactly. right now. <laughs> exactly. Shout out, shout out Norfolk State too. Shout out all my hey. teammates. One of those things to where like my 21st birthday fell on a weekend to where I had something important to do the, the next day, like the morning after, the evening after. And I was just not I didn't look the part. You feel me? Like I was just all scraped up. Yeah. And it's yeah. cool because I when I explained the situation, they everyone understood, you know, and it was one of the things to where as a football player, it can easily be passed off as, oh, this happened, like, at weightlifting or practice oh, or yeah, whatever, you sure. know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, just, it was just one of those, it was just a crazy night, like, woke up <laughs> in my dorm. I don't know how I got back. My boy, Blake Matthews, shout out, Blake. Because, <laughs> you know, when you go to college, you kind of click up with your with your hometown crew, you know what I'm saying? He oh, yeah, yeah, for the, sure. He was part of the Nova crew, you know what I'm saying? I, I believe he drove me out there that night, made sure I got back to the dorm and everything, you know, so everyone understood. So it was a good, it was a good worst birthday just because I had stuff to do <laughs> the party. Hey man, that, that is very, very k for looking the, about the good things. is <laughs> what, what could be the worst things. But hey man, like it's still memorable. It's still, look, look at us. We're already talking about a story to share later in the future. And but I, hey, shit. JP and Frost, if you guys are listening, we know what you be doing in us. We're, we're going to mature from that four horsemen shot. So Listen, listen. Back in, like, what was that? Like, 09 through 2012, 2013. Oh, that, that was like the crowning yeah. of the, the 21st all the, the time. Edge, the edge, that made the edge at ODU. That made oh, the edge. Oh, Lord. <laughs> so shout, out to all, shout out to all the ODU crew from that time era. You, know, you already know, you know, JP. Yeah. You know, Simo, my guy, you know what I'm saying? Everybody, bro. Like, Tiffany, like, my girl, 
my baby Tiffany. I met her Ooh. in college. You know, she went to ODU. I went to NSU. So, I, like, we we met in passing in that time, in that era. You know what I'm saying? So, I was just like a golden era of life right there. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. It's it opened a lot of gateways to where we are today. You know, or yeah. or or just on that path. But but since since you did bring up Tiffany, now I can ask my second question. I know you and Tiffany moved into a new home earlier this summer. I know one of the heaviest weekly, bi-weekly, t- however, whatever frequency you go to the grocery store together, that's a big task. You know, me and Rosemary, when we go, I'm like, oh, gosh, we got to go to the grocery store. It is what it is. Right. Put it off all the time. It's one of those oh, yeah. trips, like you, you need to go, but it's like, uh, let's just order some dinner tonight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's definitely easier just to get some delivery, right? Because <laughs> you got to go to the grocery store, and then if you have to, you got to cook later at night and meal prep. Who knows? It's just a big task. But anyways, when you come home from the grocery store with Tiffany, what are the top three food items that need the most cleaning via Clorox wipes or however you clean them? Um, you know, there's plenty of hands touching things at the grocery store. We definitely, well, one thing we definitely eat, like when you're getting your meats and stuff, right? Um, like, you know, ground beef, steak, chicken wings, whatever. We already like put them in like one of those plastic bags. You know, the bags that are usually for like vegetables and fruit. Like that. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, you know, you that's clean. The, you put the meat in the bag just just to just to avoid like spillage yeah. or whatever. Maybe if like the bag gets punctured or whatever, like while you're going home, you know, you want it to be sealed in a, another bag. So that's wrap. smart. Me and Rosemary don't do that. <laughs> we definitely yeah, gonna do that hey, now. <laughs> hey, I'm telling you, like I'm, I'm acting like I just made that up, but Tiffany put me on to that. I ain't do that. Before. Okay, that's smart. Because <laughs> we're only oh, jamming I mean, things in the grocery bag, so I know that's yeah. smart. So I definitely say like, you know, wiping down like your packaged meats and just making sure, not even wiping them down, but just making sure they're all like fully closed and like, you know, everything yeah. is good. Making sure you yeah. don't wrap them before the grocery store. Um, another item I would say is uh, definitely probably like, like condiments. I feel like a lot of people uh, go to the condiment aisle and they like pick up and look at a lot of things but may not get it or they realize they already have it at home. Like, you know, mm-hmm. something like ketchup, mustard. All the time. Yeah. So many nasty hands. And you know, you know how people coughing and they, oh, no, nasty. <laughs> because, you know, you go to my house, like, you may, you may want to try some, a new sauce or something. You might just pick it up and look at it and, like, put it back. Yeah. You know, pick up another one, look at it, put it back. So I feel like uh, those definitely uh, get wiped down when we come home. And uh, a third item, let me see. Hmm. Hey, but that produce aisle is great, A nasty, bro. You know, people be picking up the damn onions and tomatoes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you sure? Yeah, you're right about that. We, you, we wash those when you get home, though. We wash, we soak those in some in some water, you know. Great, but, great. Uh, I, I, as my third, I would say like uh, I get a lot of snacks, and so I, I want to <laughs> make sure my I want to make sure my snacks are good, bro. Like you know, what I'm yeah. saying chips. Cookies. Hey, we're we're not in an office. We got to get the snacks at home now. You know, working from home, we gotta we gotta be smacking and keep us going all day. I hear you. Yeah, because a lot of things like a lot of things like like you were, you mentioned vegetables and like stuff. A lot of those things you can kind of just like you're supposed to wash those before you eat them anyway. And like you know, you can soak those in like some some water, like salt water or whatever, clean them before you eat them. So I wouldn't consider those like things I would like immediately like wipe down like when I get home, you know what I'm saying? So I'm thinking more of the stuff that's like 
like packaged already. It just you don't think about like like I'm saying like my third was is snacks is on that's my third option. Yeah, hundred percent. Like fruits, like all any snacks you buy, just like make sure you you know wipe them down or at least check and make sure they're like fully closed. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah, a lot of people, yeah. Like the condiments, they pick up snacks, want to see what this is, whatever. Some people, I mean, not me, but some people actually like open stuff in the grocery store and like like you know go in there and like may take one or something. You know? Oh like, yeah. You yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely, definitely here in LA, <laughs> in downtown LA. But I do want to say, as like a, uh, an extra item, or whatever, the, like the self checkout, the self checkout area. Just make sure that you like keep it, like the keypad, like where you're like paying, like oh yeah, hundred sure, percent. Sure, even though it's like saran wrap or whatever, just make sure like either you. Like after that, you sanitize your fingers or something. After All that, like, the time. just yep. like wipe it down before, whatever, or just make sure that the workers like spray it down before you use it because they're supposed to. And most places are doing that now. Like they'll hold a self checkup line. Like once someone checks out, they'll come spray it, wipe, wipe it down. It, or whatever. Yeah. And so yeah. I say that like that's like the number one thing is the self checkout line is like that's the number one like needs to be sanitized area. Oh, hundred percent. Very high touch. I, I, I was just throwing that in as, as a little extra little. A little, a little <laughs> <laughs> well, well said. I mean, like at the at the checkout line, you're standing there for so long, and then there was a research recent research uh, study where they cotton swab high touch areas, indoor and outdoor, and mm-hmm. everything that was outdoor tested negative for COVID. Everything indoor tested positive. So it's always, oh, wow. yeah, what? it stays on surfaces inside for a while. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, especially everyone coughing on their hand. That's you know nasty. Nah, yeah. <laughs> and like. You see how the grocery stores have like the saran wrap keypads. Like, how often are they switching those? Like, I understand, yeah. like, so you don't touch the buttons, but like, think about the plastic wrap now. Exactly. Like, it's still a surface. Like, yeah. Because I've been, I've been grocery stores and seeing like the plastic wrap, like, the five is like ripped off, like, because someone's been using the five too much or scrapped the plastic wrap. So the plastic wrap on the five, the number five is not even covered anymore. So, right. It's a sanitary. Right. We're paying attention to every single thing in the situation. Attention to detail, you know, in our everyday lives, going to keep us safe for a long time and ensure that we have long lives. So, yeah, good yeah, stuff, bro. It's, it's now it's like it's making everyone be more more sensitive to like stuff like that, you know. Yeah, stuff we didn't think about before, and it's yeah, it's a little like it's a little like OCD, but you know, it's, it's it is. Help. Yeah, we have a little bit of that. Gonna help, it's going to help you in the long run. Yeah, yeah. And it's not even just COVID. There's a lot of other nasty diseases out there. So who who knows, man? You just yeah, gotta stay taking, sanitary. You've been taking life for granted too, because yeah, viruses are real. Like it's so crazy how like you can, you know, how many germs are around, how easy oh, you can crazy. get something yeah. like now like COVID it took COVID to like wake everybody up to like how mm-hmm. easy. Yeah. And me how, me especially, how, yeah. How, yeah, how like um how simple like a, a cold or like whatever the symptoms can be can lead to something major, you know what I'm saying? So right, for COVID, right. the symptoms aren't even, aren't even that that drastic. It's just, you know, mm-hmm. what, you lose smell, you, you you have like flu-like symptoms, cold symptoms. Mm-hmm. A normal person would be like, oh, you know, I'm good. You know, ignore those mm-hmm. symptoms. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then making sure our immune system is good. That's why we're on that Nike Run Club app, you know, so. I'm just slacking though, but it's starting to get cold. Me too. I, I see you was at three miles and I was at four miles today. <laughs> You got the year-round good weather, bro. That's that's what you can run all outside all year round. Like now, you know what I'm saying? I can't run outside now, so my mileage is gonna be real low now. 
but but y'all got the bike at home. Uh, pe- pe- I'm not I'm not sure if I'm gonna say this right. Peloton, you know, yeah, yeah, you and Tiffany are yeah, staying in shape. Yeah, without and then it's gonna start snowing and whatnot. Y'all be in shape year round as well. So y'all good to go. <laughs> yeah. All right, man. But uh, I do want to get into a little game before we dive into deeper human uh, connection questions. So. Okay. Let's play a quick drinking game in honor of Kalu's 30th birthday. We'll be doing five hey, questions. Hey, let's go. We're going to be doing five <laughs> questions. Uh, Kalu, if you get the right answer, I will take a shot. Hold on, hold on. Can, I, can I just ask you one thing real quick? Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. All right. So, like, just think about the whole birthday thing. I mean, I can't remember, like, if we spent any, like, a too many birthdays together but i just want to ask you like what was your what was your like most like fun time with me as a friend it doesn't have to be a birthday but it's just like what was your most like you know fun time with me yeah yeah i, I want to answer this question in two parts but i would say because you know group and friend is two different things right you yeah, know? yeah yeah so I would say as a group with, with me and you there, it, it it's hands down Coachella, everybody. Like if you see us posting the the birthday shout outs, uh, you know, on our Instagram stories. That that was such a great group. We had Kelvin there, Chris Molina, Austin Brown, we had we had JB, Devin, we had a great crew in that house. That was that was seriously, that was almost like the that was probably one of the peaks of my life. Like as before I met Rosemary, I mean, I already met Rosemary, but that was me getting getting before getting settled with Rosemary. That was just insane. And like, I I like, uh, I feel like, you know, even if we weren't at Coachella, if you put us in a random house, like in a you know, just in a box, and you just yeah. had music and good drink and our energy and camaraderie with each other, we're gonna have fun wherever we go. You know, exactly. Um, so. Um, between me and you, bro, like, I feel like is like when, when we, when you first graduated and I was living in DC, there was just a lot of memories were just me and you, you were like my, like go-to best friend when we were in DC. Like we were going everywhere. We even went on like a New York trip together. You know, we went to Vegas, like, yeah, yeah. Santa Con. <laughs> like we just doing random stuff together, bro. Like, and like you always, so it wasn't like one single memory. I, I would say that time from maybe August 2014 all the way to uh, April 2016, bro. We were we were just at, bro. Like, and you know, I'm sure Gilan Taylor, if you all are watching Reef, like it was me and Kalu on the town, and y'all going somewhere else. But, bro, we were, you know, I, I you know, I, this might be a weird stereotype or the general stereotype, but it's just like Chris Tucker and Jackie Chan. We were all over DC doing our thing, so. Yeah. yeah, and you, you mentioned Gilan and them, so I want I want to shout them out too because like like I met them you know when you lived with them and they were like there's some cool there's some cool dudes bro like I'm still friends with them to this day and like I wouldn't have met them if it wasn't for like for you and stuff and you know that was dope like time period that era was like kind of like you know graduated school like we're working you know at that time I was living in Maryland um, with my mom because I had I had just graduated she had moved to Maryland so I didn't even have my own place yet you know i was living with mm-hmm. her just working so like on the weekends like you know i would hit you up i would i would pull up on you you know i met them you know they're cool i've you know formed a relationship with them now so it's yeah. just like it's, it's, it's just dope how like people connect and like it's, it's just funny how like like you in that situation you moving into a, a house and you you weren't really familiar yeah. with them either but you, yeah. you formed a friend with them too and it's funny how like you see your friends like 
meet other people that are like like you. You know what I'm saying? So like mm-hmm. the friends meet other people that are like like their like their general friends that they have already. And it's just like it just makes for like a big like a big like positive lit group. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Know, when, I, when I came over, like I was gonna mesh with them. You already knew that. You know what I'm saying? You knew they were gonna mesh with me. It was just like, <laughs> yeah. And it just created just like an everlasting like you know, like circle of friendship, bro. Even though we don't like talk every day or whatever, but like yeah. anytime we see each other, we dab, we do the dab up with the hug. You feel me? Like yeah, you know yeah, yeah. All right, man. Well, I think you're dodging the trivia game now. So uh... <laughs> <You see? laughs> right, I'm, I'm good at that. Right, look, I didn't, yeah, I didn't change yeah. the whole <laughs> Yeah, we're not getting too old, man. I said we can we can put some shots back. So. You know, uh, anyways, if, if, if you get the question right in 10 seconds, um, you know, yeah, I'll take a shot. If, if you get it wrong, then you take a shot. Kalu, can you go ahead and show the audience what, what type of liquor you had brought for us on your birthday today? Yeah. I was telling James, like, over the past couple of years, I turned into a whiskey drinker. You know, before it's, you know, general, like, any, like, you know, like Remy Martin, whatever. I mean, I still drink that, but I've been like real big on the whiskey lately. So I have one of my favorite whiskeys with me. It's a double rye. Um, it's from Park City, Utah. It's called High West. Oh, okay. Yeah, I know. Halfway game. done right there. <laughs> I told you. I told you it's one of my favorites. So you know, pour up a little glass, have it with your dinner. I recommend y'all try this. They have like several different like flavors. You know whatever they call this, I don't know, different yeah. blends or whatever. But, it's uh, probably sm- yeah. very smooth, yeah, yeah. Ooh, yeah, sure. yeah. So I'm drinking yeah. this, uh, High West. Okay. Yeah, there, you, there you go. <laughs> high class, Biscuit, High West, there you go. Let's see what I got over here. You know, I, I ain't doing nothing special, man. Just a very stereotypical Henny right here for all y'all. I don't know. I don't think I have to advertise this, but this is for I you, Kalu. Huh? I knew you were. I knew. I already knew. You, like you probably have some idiot on deck. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> that's like that's the go, bro. That's the go-to. That's the go-to drink of our era, bro. Like yes, yes. What what a time, brother, have, what a time. All right, so I'm gonna go ahead and pour my shot. I got two shot glasses right here. You know, I, I don't think I'm gonna take two. I think you might get all the questions. I think I might get. Uh, you'll get the questions wrong, and I don't have to take any shots. So let let's see how this goes. These are some complicated questions, but let me go ahead and get mine ready just in case you get these questions correct. Let's see what you got, bro. First question of our trivia game: What kind of alcohol is Russia known for? Bourbon. Nope, wrong. You get another try. Is it? I'm right taking down. Yeah, there you go. Oh, there you go. There you go. Okay. I said bourbon. Oh, I'm tripping. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, Andrew Kamensky will call us out on that, but it's okay. You know, I'll take this I shot. From I, I, I don't know a lot of Russian, so it's all good, bro. <laughs> Nostrovia to all the Russians. Cheers. Oh, okay, okay. Kayla was like, I might as well just do it too. It's his birthday today. <laughs> I do it with you, bro, because we both like we both got it, you know, wrong. All right. Well, you gave right. me a second chance, so I might have to pour the next one. We we're going to start just taking shots together. Cool. Question number two: If you put together dough, marinara sauce, and cheese, you get what type of food? Pizza. Woo! And I gave you an easy one right there. Let me go ahead and take this one. Woo. Damn, you know that's my favorite. <laughs> 
<laughs> so there's a story with Kalu and Pizza. Um, when Kalu used to come to DC, you know, Kalu's always in shape being the collegiate athlete. One day, it was a Tuesday night, me and Gilan were just watching TV. Like, we're all just recovering from our hangover after a long weekend. Gilan just looks over to me and says, James, why does Kalu, like, how does Kalu have ads, but, or abs, but he's always eating pizza? And I was just like, damn, he do be eating pizza all the time. <laughs> <laughs> like, he never be revealing his workouts or airing them on social media. So I don't know what it is with your secret, Kalu. But you, you can go ahead and DM the audience. Everyone reach out to at underscore Kalu if you want to know them uh, diet secrets from Kelvin Lewis. All right, let me go ahead and take this shot. Question number three. What's the total number of dots on a pair of dice? Damn. Is it like 46? Like someone like all of them added You're up. close. You're close. All right, the time ran out. All right, all right. Sorry, bro. It's actually 42. So it's 21 on uh, one uh, dice, and it's 21 on another one. I said paradise. So, yeah, it's a good, yeah, good I, trick I, question. Yeah, you should be knowing this answer. <laughs> you, taught, you taught me how to play that game. <laughs> hey, hey, holla at me if you want the dice games right now. <laughs> All right, everyone. That's going to be a lot of inquiries in the DM. So, like, let's all slow down. <laughs> all right. Cool, cool. Did you yeah, take I'll the shot, bro? Yeah, I'll take it. Okay, okay. So, yeah, 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 yeah. Ain't no dodging it. It's, it's birthday day. It's 30th birthday. There you go. Cheers, brother. Washington I'll take one when you said. Took... Hey. Cheers. Cheers, brother. This is your birthday. And you, you took one with me on the first question. Woo. Question number four. What has a head, tail, but does not have a body? What? A snake? Wrong. <laughs> it is actually a coin. I, was, I knew you were going to think about an animal. I thought about oh, an animal uh, when I read the question, but it's a coin. <laughs> that's a good question. Bro. Yeah, this is a, hey man, I had to Google some trivia questions. These, these are some fun ones, bro. Damn, I feel kind of dumb. <laughs> it's all good, bro. You reverse like, these questions on like, me. I can't even answer them either. <laughs> a snake has a head, and like the body can be just considered a long tail. You feel me? Like, I don't know. <laughs> it has a head. So, so this one says a head. What has a head and tail? So yeah, maybe there it might be a tail. I guess. So th these these questions are such like elementary like. High school Listen. trick ass questions. The teacher always gonna stump us, but yeah, man. Hey, I'm just a normal guy. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, when I was reading these, the reason why I picked them is because I, I fell for them as well. So for that, for that, Kalu, take this last shot together. Yeah, for the lesson the game. Yep. And yeah, I'm, I'm pouring, I'm pouring the full one right now. Thank, thank Cheers, you for bro. playing uh, the trivia game. Cheers. Woo. All right, brother. Thank you for playing the trivia game. Let's dive deeper into the human connection questions. I'm about to say a lot here, bro. But uh, the first question I'm going to start off with, I'm going to lead in a little bit. Um, so being an athlete more than half your life, mm -hmm. you were a gifted athlete growing up, bro. 
running faster on the track than a lot of seniors at other high schools. You know the inside joke I always be bringing up to you. When you were a senior, you started both ways on the football team, wide receiver and cornerback. I know AB did that. I'm not. I can't remember who else did that, but I know you and AB did that. Uh, but then you got a scholarship to play wide receiver at NSU. They didn't change your position. You know how colleges be always changing your position because of size and whatnot. But they didn't change it because they because they knew that you were so damn fast, bro. But the thing is, not once have I ever known you. This is so admirable, and this is so much why I respect you, Kelvin. Not once have I known you to brag about being a football player. You never yeah, carried bro. elitism, bro. You never, and I, I hate elitism, and you never carried elitism about having that status, right? You know, mm. um, you know, a lot of people do that. I went to West Virginia. A lot of people do that on campus, but you never did that. You kept it cool. It was just like another day. Um, that's why so many people respect you and respect who you are. Um, I do want to ask, what were your aspirations when you were a kid, bro? Every ball player got dreams about playing in the league, but it seems like you just were like running through the motions, right? Was that something that was important to you growing up, or did you just kind of like let it happen, or was there other motives that you wanted to do in your life? So I'm, I'm just going to go into like how I got into sports, like growing up and stuff. Um, I'm a military kid, you know, my dad was in the army. My mom was in the Navy growing up. So, you know, we moved around a lot. Like I lived in uh, Germany for a big, a big chunk of my like adolescent childhood life. Like I didn't move to Virginia to Woodbridge, Virginia until I was like 10, 11 years old. You know, I was living in Germany before that. Um, so sports was always a kind of way that my parents like just to kind of get me acclimated to the community, you know, make friends, you know, just be active, you know, not just have Absolutely. me sitting around the house just doing nothing all day. So, like, sports were always kind of like a, a thing for me. Um, you know, early on, you don't really recognize your talents or, like, you don't really, like, strive to be the best early on. You're kind of just, like, doing it for fun, you know. Um, so, early on, I really didn't have any goals or aspirations, you know. I would just I just wanted to try every sport that I could play. Like, you know, I played – I played baseball, I played soccer, basketball. Oh, like I want to say football was like one of my like like my last sports I tried actually, if I'm being honest because wow. I, didn't, I didn't start playing football. I didn't start playing football until I moved to the states. So I was in I started playing football until I was in middle school. So before that like basketball was like my my main my main thing. So <clears throat> early on there was really no goals or aspirations but it kind of developed, you know, I kind of you know, the older you get, you kind of see, you understand your skills, you recognize, you know, what you're good at, and what you're not. So you kind of cut back on some things because all that, doing all that is a lot as a kid, you know, trying to play sports year round and everything. That's a lot. Yeah. So yeah. you cut down, you know, okay, I want to play, I just want to play basketball, football. That's what it turned out to be, you know, basketball, football. Um, so once I moved to the States, um, my dad, we, we lived in Virginia, we lived in Woodbridge, Virginia on the military it's called Navy housing. It was over there by like Fred Lynn middle school, which is the middle school I went to. Um, I started playing football at Fort Belvoir, which is a military base in Virginia. Oh, um, I know where that is. <laughs> it was just, and it honestly, like me and my dad talk about this all the time because like, it's just so crazy. Like how far I made it, like off of just like a whim, you know what I'm saying? Because my dad came home one day and was kind of just like, he met someone at work, you know, he's new to the area working at the Pentagon or whatever. He has friends and like coworkers. They have their their kids like enrolled at Fort Belvoir to play football. 
football and other sports or whatever. And he's like, you know what? I'm going to take this home to my son and see if he's interested. So he brought it home to me, and I was like, yeah, I want to play. I want to play. I want to try it out. So I tried out playing football when I was 10 years old, first time ever. And, like, I was just, like, good at it. Like, you know, I ran it fast. Like, you know, um, I was just – I loved the the contact. Like I wasn't scared. You know what I'm saying? I just like liked it because I I'm, I was a kid. I was rough as a kid. Like rough, like going outside, playing around with other kids, like playing manhood. You know, wrestling. You know, you know how as a kid sometimes you get into fights. You know, and you, oh, home, you don't necessarily tell your parents. You don't necessarily, you don't tell your parents you got in the fights, but you get in the fights as a kid. Like just like awesome, kid. like just playing. Around, you know what yep. I'm saying? So I was tough, and I just wanted to do that. Um, and it kind of developed into um, me like recognizing that I'm good at this. Like I want to like keep, I want to keep doing this. And before I go any further, I want to just like shout out Devin Edwards because like oh. he was one of the first people I met like when I moved to Virginia because me and him both played football, Fort Bell, ankle biters, football team. <laughs> That's when I first met like young, like 10 years old, like, that's what I'm because my, my dad knew my dad met Devin's dad. I came, I, I became part of a part of the team. That's how I met Devin. You know what I'm saying? Like we were connected early. Like, and it's just like you you have friends that's playing, you want to keep playing, just to just to be around your friends. Like, I want to keep playing, right. I want to keep playing. So like that's how it just kind of developed. And I was like, you know what? Like, I really like this. Um, I would say I would I really would then start thinking about like goals and aspirations until I was in high school. Um because obviously that's like the big, the big change, you know. Um, so I started playing football when I was ten, middle school. Once I got to high school, it was like, okay, I can maybe do something with this. I want to kind of start focusing on training, even when I'm not in season, you know. So started playing football in high school. Um, you know, it, it was going good, you know. Like, and during the off season, I was running track. You know, I was just a fast kid. Like, I just wanted to kind of just be in everything, you know. So. Um, it just kind of developed, and once I realized, like, you know, like, I can do something with this football thing, I started being focused, you know, more focused in school, more focused in just, like, in practice, like, how I handle myself outside of, like, you know, practice in school, because, like, they always say, you know, you're a, represent you're a representation of the team, you're a representation of your teammates, you're a representation of the high school or whatever, you know, so I kind of started carrying myself as, like, you know, kind of like a professional, like at that point, like, okay, like I'm on a football team. I need to, you know, be respectful. I need to, you know, respect everybody else. I need to do this, do that. I need to make sure I'm doing this in the off season training, you know, staying active. Um, so high school, when I got to high school, it was really, that was like really the bulk of my, my goals and aspirations for football. Um, mm -hmm. And, you know, a lot of probably Woodbridge people are going to watch this, you know, this and they, they already know how they already know how the the vibe was back then as far as football we had a really good star player on the team um and you know they got most of the attention so my goals and aspirations were just to you know shine you know what i'm saying do what you got to do get noticed you know put your skills out there because you're good like you know you're doing your thing so i just wanted people to recognize me you know, I was undersized, skinny kid. You know what I'm saying? I'm not pretty. I'm a skinny kid, fast or whatever. So it's like, I'm tough though. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just wanted that to be the main focus. Like, get him on the field because if he's on the field, he's going to do his thing. He's always going to show up to practice. He's, he has his grades up. 
You know what I'm saying? Like he's doing everything you will want out of a player. Like get him on the field, give him a chance. So once I got in high school, like that's when like I started realizing I can go to college with this. And, you know, I would say I went through a tough time at first, though, because a freshman year I actually got hurt. I got hurt. Um, my freshman year, I got hurt. I broke my wrist my freshman year, so I missed, I missed a few games. When I was a, a sophomore in high school, I was, you know, I was conditioned to be playing varsity. I got injured, you know, broke my collarbone, missed the whole season as a sophomore. So I really didn't start playing varsity football until my junior year in high school. That was like my first full season as a, you know, high school athlete, junior, junior year in high school. So, you know, I took those two years to just like, Give it my all, bro. Like, I just wanted to just take advantage of the situation I had. I wanted to do the best I could because I'm competitive at nature. You know what I'm saying? So I'm not going to go out there and just be halfway or just take it for granted because I feel like it's a privilege. You know, you you earn it. You know, you have to do good in school. My parents always instilled in me, you can you need to do good in school before you go out here and play this, these sports mm-hmm. and everything. Like, Amen. we know, we know, like, we raise you, you're good, um, you know. We know that, but you, we want to. We want to make sure, like, you don't get compromised and just start acting crazy. You know what I'm saying? So I, 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 I commend them for raising me like that, and for my humility and like my humbleness. You know what I'm saying? As a person, to just be focused on the thing that's at hand. You know what I'm saying? So I would say junior and senior year really, you know, made me the person I am today. As far as like recognizing how sports can kind of like relate to like real life too. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. being disciplined. You know what I'm saying? Like being focused, like like choosing a negative thing over a positive thing. You know what I'm saying? Like back then, it's like, oh, are you going to go to a party or are you going to do this? You're going to do this or that. You know what I'm saying? Like it got me conditioned to be like, to be like responsible. You feel me? Like, like as a, as a, as a, as a, like at that age, like coming, like coming to age and everything, like you're like looking for like real life examples to show you why what your parents are telling you is important. You know what I'm saying? And for me, sports was that. So it's like, like oh, your parents telling you, be respectful to people, show up on time, go to school, good, get good grades. To me, that was just like, oh, so I can play sports. You know what I'm saying? Like, so I can do what I really, what I really want to do and what I'm good at. So, you know, once all that came full circle, it was kind of just like a no brainer. You know what I'm saying? Like you realize, okay, I can take this. I can, I can go to college for this. You know what I'm saying? I can need a scholarship. I can do other things that, you know, other people may not really know or are taking for granted. You know what I'm saying? Being on the team and being in this position. You know what I'm saying? Because not everybody who we played with in high school went to college for football. You know what I'm saying? Like, and yeah, maybe yeah. it's because, maybe it's because they didn't take it that seriously. Maybe they didn't think it was like a, like a, um, a gateway for them. You know what I'm saying? I looked at it as a gateway for me. I wanted to just, it got to a point where I just wanted to take my skills and abilities to the furthest point I could. I didn't know what I didn't know what it would be. I just want to take it as far as I could. So it's kind of mm-hmm. like it's like staying. It's like okay, I got through adolescent. I learned how to play football. I know yep. my skills, my speed, my hands, this and that. Like I'm good. Then you got the middle school. It's like okay, I'm undersized, but guess what? I can beat him with this. I can beat him with that. High school. Oh man, go through adversity, injured. Boom, boom, boom. You gotta like, you gotta recover from that. Yep. You gotta, you gotta keep going. You gotta stay positive. You gotta strive. You gotta work hard. You gotta be competitive. You gotta do everything the right way to get what you want. You know. 
So it got to a point where I realized, like, I can take this somewhere. It may not be the NFL, but yep. I can take this somewhere. You know what I'm saying? I can mm-hmm. I can try because it's, it's stages, bro. Like, once you get to high school, it's high school, college, NFL. You know what I'm saying? Stages. You break it down like that, you you kind of, like, segment these different parts of your life as, like, like challenges. You know what I'm saying? Like, like goals and, ins- like, aspirations. You get inspired by different things. It's kind of just – it's just crazy, bro, because you just – you're a young kid, like, and you're just, like, handling all this in your own head. And me, necessarily, I'm not really uh, – I'm not really somebody who, like, vocalizes out of my – feelings and stuff like that you know what I'm saying I'm like at my core I'm really reserved and like really like private into myself and I kind of just like get through things in my head and then put it out there you know so to me like high school is really changing for me to realize that like I can take this somewhere I got focused kept my grades up you know what I'm saying like I went after it every day like but it was just at that point I realized that like I didn't really, I didn't necessarily, like, the top goal is the NFL. I didn't necessarily have, like, like a path, but I just knew I want to take this as far as I can. I know the stages of how this works. I recognize, I studied the system and how everything goes, and I realized I can make it somewhere. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I need to, yep. just, excuse me, I need to just focus. I need to do my thing, keep my grades up, excuse me, um, and just ball out. You know what I'm saying? High school was really like, I mean, it was really important to me for real, honestly. Like, mm-hmm. and that's where I got my love for football, and that's mm-hmm. when I started realizing that, like, that's the point where I start. I cut out basketball because basketball was like my thing. Like, from like, like when I lived in Germany and everything before I moved to Virginia, basketball was my thing. It was like no, like basketball was it. Michael Jordan, like you know what I'm saying? That was yeah. my guy. That was everything to me. Like. Once I realized that, like, football was my calling, I cut out basketball. Because guess what? I want to focus on football when it's football season. When it's off season, you know what I was doing? I was doing track. When it was, when it was, um, when outdoor, outdoor track was done, guess what I was doing? I was doing indoor track. You know what I'm saying? And then guess what? After indoor track was done, guess what was next? Football season. So I was year-round just doing things to make myself better at my craft. Because that's why I realized I wanted to focus on. So, I mean, as an athlete, I feel like it comes natural because you're competitive. So you want to, you want to do the best. You don't want to just do this just for fun anymore. Like I said, I started off as a kid as being like being social. I wanted to just hang out with my friends and play sports. It developed into being competitive. I want to be the best. You know, I want to do my thing. I want to. I don't want to like be out there just wearing the uniform. I want to be representing you feel me yeah so high school was a real changing point for me to realize that like there's a next level to this and you know I was lucky to you know do my thing in high school get a scholarship you know I had multiple visits and you know there's a lot of politics that go into that college recruiting thing because I wasn't the biggest and like I mentioned earlier we had like a, a top a top Virginia number one athlete on our team that was doing his thing, balling. You feel me? Bringing all the attention to us. And, like, some people didn't recognize that. A.B. recognized it. 
You feel me? I recognized it. Certain people recognized it and was like, you know what? He's bringing these schools here. So you know what? You know what I'm going to do? I'm going I'm to play my ass off this game. I still remember the game senior year when Rutgers University flew in a helicopter and landed on our practice field. I, I was there. Yeah. At, at half time of the game, just to see Rocket. You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, it's time to ball. That like lit a fire up under me, bro. Like, and that that doesn't do anything. That doesn't do that to a lot of people. You know, it's like it's a personal thing. So it's just like I'm just so thankful to be in that position uh, to like big myself up and put myself in a position to where I can take this to another level because that's all, that's what I want. That's, that's part of my goals. You know, some people set goals to be like specific, you know what I'm saying? This specific thing, specific thing. My goal for football was just always to take it to the, the highest level I could. You know what I'm saying? It's not about being specific about, oh, I need to go D1 or I need to go to this school. This I just want to take it as far as I could. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, that's just how that's just how it happened, and it just it just motivated me to just just you know do my best and just ball out, bro. Like, mm-hmm. and it really just like inspired me throughout life to like transition that to like you know just regular life too. Like, it doesn't have to be just strictly sports. It yep. just you can take the smallest thing and make it a motivator. Like, a lot of people don't realize that. Like, anything can be a motivate can be a motivation to you. It's just how you, it's how, how personal you take it and how serious you take it, you know? So yeah. that was really a changing point for me. Like, so I don't really have like specific goals. I just kind of had, once I realized what my, what my calling was and what I really wanted to focus on, I just wanted to take that to the highest level possible. Like, even if it was just like being good in high school, like that would, that would have been fine with me. You know what I'm saying? If, if that was the, the, the peak that I reached, but guess what? I, I was able to, to earn a scholarship. I was able to go D1. And, you know, I, I sat in rooms with Virginia Tech. I sat in rooms with University of Richmond. I sat in rooms with, you know, all these schools at UVA, like everybody, you uh, Maryland, everybody that knows of. Like, you know, I've sat in rooms with all those, you know what I'm saying? Like, and it's just like, you know, I was so thankful to be in that position. And it was because I earned it, though. So I felt good. I walked in there with confidence. I'm a humble guy. Mm-hmm. But, you know, in front of them, it's like, I'm confident. Like, yeah, you want me. Like, yeah, I want to come there. Like, I want to do this. I want to do that. Like, whatever it takes. My grades are good. Like, everything is in place for them to be like, okay, I want you. You know? So. Absolutely. Really, high school was like a really, a really good changing point for me as far as like realizing my goals and like taking of what I was given. Absolutely. Bro, bro like, li- listen, like. You have a rare thing growing up, you know, like being with your family and you, you saying you came overseas to the United States, right? And then you came over here and then you, there's many factors that you just described where you don't look too far forward, but you kind of like focus on what you have now, right? Mm-hmm. You know, you focus on your craft now, right? You know, you, you, you want to be succeeding in football, but it, 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 it's like, Something, some things that people don't do is to rechannel like some of those disciplines, those those factors, and which, which you you carried into like your later life, right? Discipline, respect, you know, like you know, focus, right? 
You know, like focus is a good like, the the one I'm looking at the two cameras right here, but focus is one thing that people don't have. And you stay focused on every you don't have another factor like you know, I'm gonna say like that's a good thing that you have, and that is a flaw that I have because I have factors outside of me that is detracting me from the focus at hand. But you stay focused in every single discipline you had and you rechannel that focus moving forward to every single thing that carried after a life of football. Yeah, even in the moment when we're all in a social setting or even like, uh, you know, I, we haven't been coworkers, but you've told me when you're with your colleagues, you're always yeah. serious. You're always disciplined. You always have respect. You respect yeah. the process. You understand. You, you, you'll challenge it if it needs to be challenged, but you get exactly. like how, how, how this system works, right? And that's yeah. why like I admire you of that because like that's something I'm lacking right now. You know, I'm always like rushing to conclusion rather you kind of listen and you kind of like have patience and you, you know, when to kind of like, you know, for lack of a better phrase, like attack or challenge or, you know, know when to like, you know, say, Hey, maybe we should do something different. So, you know, yeah. you rechannel that through your life of you know, like your social settings, work, sports, everything, bro. Mm -hmm. And that's why, that's why we're here on the show today. So I appreciate that answer, bro. Yeah, for real. Like, you know, it, like sports really just like lit a flame in me to like be a better person because you can like, at first you just want to be a better person so you can play sports, but then you realize like this can apply to real life too. You know, mm -hmm. like you need to just have the same like energy. Like, like 2020 term, keep that same energy. You know what I'm saying? You need to keep that same energy through everything like you know yep. what i'm saying like yeah yep, that, yep. that, like for real because if not then you're just gonna be content and like you know not motivated and you're gonna just like just, just like waste your life away i'm not trying to like act like i'm just better than everybody or what like i'm not trying to like be like i'm just trying to say like certain different people have different things that motivate them you know what i'm saying sports right. is mine you know what i'm saying right. whatever everybody whoever listening to this whatever you have like motivates you the most just think about the like core qualities of that aspect and just like apply it to real life because in the end of the day it's all about the same thing you know what i'm saying it's all about like attention to detail and just like focusing on what you want and like going after it because if you don't have focus or motivation then like you're not gonna have anything you're just gonna like be like oh okay the next day is done with you know what i'm saying not gonna think about it no more you know what I'm saying? Like when I start playing sports, I thought about that every day, bro. Like, like this is like going back, what, ten years old? Like, nineteen years, bro. Like every day, I thought about that. Like, how can I be better? Like, how this, how that? You know what I'm saying? Because you have like different aspects of your life that like activates you to do that. Like, you know what I'm saying? This is real. Absolutely, like, bro. you just gotta like, you just gotta like believe in yourself and just believe in like what you're doing and like what your aspirations are, even if other people are interested in that, you know what I'm saying? Just believe in yourself because that's what you're doing. It's not about other people, it's you. Whatever you're doing, believe in that and just take it to the highest level. You know what I'm saying? Because if you have that on your mind every day, guess what? That means every single day, you're gonna think about a new way to better yourself in that aspect. Every single day, a new way every day. If you go 20 years, like focusing on something and like, taking every day to think about how you can better yourself, bro, where would that put you? You have so many ideas in your head, it'll be, it'll, you'll go crazy, bro. 
I hear you on that, bro. And like that, that, that is powerful. That's well said. Like, I feel like you, you hone in to that specific, you know, goal, like that you want to reach. Right. And just yeah. like not try to like anything distract. And that, that does, that, that's something like me moving to LA or, you know, like, or anyone else like trying to focus on goals. They have so many distractions in life, but you have one power that sh- shows that, listen, focus on one thing and the other tasks, goals, everything will follow after that. And you, you yeah, show yeah. that. And we, 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 we admire that, bro. And, and I appreciate it. Bro, like, yeah. like, bro, you took a, a multi day. Cross the world trip to California, bro. You know that changed you. You know it changed you, bro. You know it did. Yeah. Be honest. You know yeah, it yeah. did. <laughs> it's, like certain, it's like certain things you gotta like. You gotta like put yourself in that uncomfortable situation to like really feel it. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. so you you moved to California. Guess what has happened since then? Bossed up. You know what I'm saying? Like you navigated certain like certain rooms that you've never thought you probably would have been in. You know what I'm saying? Like, and that would have only, that only happened because you took the chance to move to California. Like, imagine if you didn't move to California. You know what I'm saying? There's DC DC here, but like DC is limited. I'm be honest. DC is limited because not a lot of people like come to DC for things. California, like it's like a lot of like people coming in to like get something and a lot of people getting it and bringing it outside other places, you know what I'm saying? And you're a part of that. You know what I'm saying? Like Yeah. Like that's I feel like I'm not trying to like speak for you, but I feel like that's your thing. Moving to California was your thing, bro. Like that was the key motivator in your life, I feel like. Like that Appreciate puts you that, in an uncomfortable yeah. situation where you weren't around us. You weren't around like friends. You weren't around nobody. You met the love of your life. You know what I'm saying? You progress your career, like, bro. That's the thing, bro. You took that chance. Imagine you didn't take that chance. What would you be doing? You would still be successful because I know you. You're, you're like you're my man. You, I know you. Like you, you, you motivate yourself just like I motivate myself. Just everybody had different ways of doing that. You know what I'm saying? So I know either way, you, wherever you are, you'd be successful. But moving to California took you to a whole another level, bro. Because guess what? You're around people that. Think like you, but take it to another level. There's hybrids out there. There's big brand companies out there. There's billionaires out there. There's millionaire twenty-year-olds out there. Like you know what I'm saying? Like there's a yeah, lot bro. of stuff that motivates. You know what I'm saying? Like it took you to another level, bro. And that like that took a lot of you to do that. And like as a friend that was looking from the outside, we were all like, "Wow, James moving to Cali." That's dope. Like, I wish I could move. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, hey, well, I did not, it too. Not, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Shout out, what, man? Man, if I could do, a, if I could do a whole podcast, I would, bro. That's my, that's my guy. Like, growing up, like everything. Bro, I, but, I, res- I can, I can say a whole month. Thank, first of all, first of all, thank you for that, Kaylee. That, that, like, that meant a lot. That touched my heart. Like that. Yeah. You know, like I, I am. I'm not gonna be out here and be an elitist and try to brag like I'm doing everything because I'm not, bro. Like there's, I I've gone through depression out here. I've gone through things where like okay maybe you're not fulfilling to some sort of expectation. And that's why we're having this interview right up, now. You want to come home, bro. You want to come home. 
I know it. <laughs> no, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. Me, of course, right? Like, but, um, but, you, you probably was like, nah, I'm not. I'm I'm fighting. I'm here. Like exactly, Caleb. <laughs> but that's that, that's why you you told me like you know like you're you're you staying disciplined and having that focus on whatever silo that is you know you you operate in those silos where you're not gonna let something else from the side and distractions gonna like infiltrate this path to success right and you you rechanneled those silos into something else when it doesn't like you know pan out the way it's going to like plateau plateau or reach uh, the peak of wherever it is be it football, but you're going to rechannel that into your career today, right? Me over here, I'm always drowning in like the, the sorrows of like, you know, wherever I need to be in life. But, you know, like it, it, it's like, you know, I, I don't have that kind of like appreciation or discipline. I do now, like, like it, it's 2020, right? It, yeah. I do now, like COVID definitely taught us to be grateful for that you got. Right. And sure. you yeah. like, you know, but, but before, like little did you know, like you know, I'd be posting all in social media, but like, yeah, like growing up in life, you know, like, uh, oh yeah, I'm not like the the person, but I, I I'm not at where I need to be today. But my, Rosemary always said, like, you know, don't rush. It's not even a rush. Like you think you're gonna over here get like the everything you got. Like it it takes effort. It takes work. It takes a lot of discipline and focus. Is what you had, bro. And it's like, so that, yeah, yeah, it's not a race. It's, it's a marathon. So I appreciate what you said about that. And, mm -hmm. you know, and I, and like, that means a lot. It touched my heart and my, we're, we're all moving through. I'm not rushing out. I'm appreciative. Like we're having this show right now. It's just, this is fun, right? This is just going to be dope, fun. And I'm, this is not about me. Like, this is about everyone else. Like, this yeah. is about everyone else, right? Like, this is about yeah. we, right? Rather than me in your life, you're going to be fully satisfied that it's going to be about we than me. And that's why, Kalu, I appreciate you, like, saying all that. But, like, you know, us together, we're going to succeed. And I'm like, Kalu, you taught us one thing, bro. You taught us a lot of focus and discipline, not letting anything infiltrate the lanes of succeeding. And then we channeled that, you know? Like, bro, you took it, like, like, here's the lane. You took it one path at a time rather than zooming in and out, right? And that that's why that's why we're here today. That's why we have these discussions. That's why you're going to empower a lot of people with what you said, including myself, WAP, and everyone else listening right now to, you know, focus on what you have right now. It doesn't mean, like, we can set long-term goals. It will yeah. always be there, but we got to focus on our day-to-day. -day. Exactly. You know, take we it to, focus. to the highest level. Like, whatever you got yeah. going on, like, take it to the highest level. If you think like that every day, like... Bro, like you're gonna have an idea one day that's gonna like take you to another level. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Like you gotta just keep at it. Like it's gonna like keep your mind active. Like don't just yep. be content or feel like you just like reached your peak. Like just keep striving for more. Like you yep. see all this around you doing all this stuff, like just do it. Like, you know what I'm saying? Just like go after it, like believe in yourself. Like, I mean, I'm not gonna act like, you know. It's just like everybody can just do that because I know people battle different type of mental issues and things like that. I'm not trying to just like completely act like I'm unaware of the things that people deal with and stuff like that. But just like, you know, try to find something in the day to motivate you. You know what I'm saying? Whatever yeah. it is, I'm not like I'm not trying to say you got to, you know, have this and have that. Just like whatever you have, something that you can like hone in on and just like be really passionate about. Like whatever that is, what makes 
makes you feel that like real passionate feeling like you know to where you get upset to when someone says something or you get you know what i'm saying yep that's it like hone in on that like focus on that take that energy and channel it somewhere else like you know what i'm saying it don't always got to be negative energy it can be positive sometimes i mean it's gonna be negative energy in, in the world anyway so you gotta just realize that you know what i'm saying so that's just what you gotta do just like just feel good about yourself and just like motivate yourself even in the in the darkest times like just yep, find something yep. to hold on to be like yep. mm-hmm. all right you know what i'm just gonna focus on this today you know what i'm saying yep, like that's yep, it yep. like yeah that's hey amen to that bro like honestly like we lit we've seen this this year 2020 has been a very tough year right because we yeah. see people that are invincible are not invincible and it's like her i'm not gonna say their names out loud but I will say a few. Rest in peace mm-hmm. to a lot of them. John Lewis, you know, yeah, Ruth Bader sure. Ginsburg, Kobe Bryant, yeah. and like Motivate you know, like they they what what they would tell us from the heavens today is to appreciate every day in our lives, mm-hmm. like it means everything. Like because like you know we we look so far forward, we dwell too deep in the past, and it's like you know. Focus on today. Like focus, just like in the, when you wake up every day, it's a blessing to wake up. You know, it's so it's so cliche and how corny it is, but it's really a blessing to wake up every day because never, not yeah, every day corny. is guaranteed. It's corny, yeah. it's corny, but like it's real. Not every, day though, is you know guaranteed. not every day is guaranteed. Yeah, it's not, bro. Like you're not guaranteed to do nothing yep. each day. You're not guaranteed to do anything each day. It's just yeah, you gotta just realize that and just like really. You know, recognize and appreciate like the position you're put in, and I feel like, I mean, I hate to say it, I hate to say this, but I feel like a lot of like minority like people like really take it more serious because I don't know if you're just in a like in a state of just like like always up, you know what I'm saying? Everything is always good for you. You're not really gonna realize like how bad things can really be. You know what I'm saying? Like, and it's not even about like, it's not even about just like the race thing, but it's just like, like just people's situations and stuff like that. You yep. know what I'm saying? Like you take, you take a lot of things for granted and a lot of people don't realize that until they're put in a situation to where they're on their ass. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I'm saying? It just, mm-hmm. sometimes it takes somebody to be on their ass to, to, to like, you know, spark something else in their mind other than being always looked after and always like praised and always like, you know, giving this and giving that. Like, you gotta take sometimes. You feel me? Yeah. Like, you gotta take yeah, Absolutely, bro. That, 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 man, it, it is, we're, we're in some very nimble times, but it's very like much of a reawakening of like who we are, you mm-hmm. know, focused on us. You know, and like really take care of ourselves because if you look too far forward, look too far back, then we might lose footing and balance of ourselves. And like, you know, Kelvin has shown through a lot in his life, you know, even even like, you know, pre-COVID, post-COVID, during COVID, like this man has shown throughout his entire life, there's a focus, there's a day-to-day, you know, there's like, don't lose track of yourself. And this is, this is why he will inspire us, you know, to be better people in, in like our, our daily mindset. You don't have to set long-term goals. You can set that. It's great. Right. I do that. K 
Kalu does that. He does that with Tiffany. But there's also daily goals, right? They're, you're like, don't waste a day. Don't waste a moment, you know? And that's why we're so blessed to, you know, have these times together. So, Kalu, appreciate all that, bro. That, 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 that was an amazing piece, bro. That was an amazing piece. Yeah, yeah. Like, that, that touched my heart a lot, man. All right, bro, my brother, Kalu. Like, before we sign off, we have a few friends that want to say happy birthday to you. So, let's go ahead and roll the footage right now. Listen, thank you everybody who gave me the birthday shout-outs. I love every single one of y'all. Like, y'all out here, like, really, like, touching me right now because, you know, 30 is important to a lot of people, and a lot of people of my color really don't make it to this age, and I really want to recognize that right now because it's important to not just get content in your life right now and just, like, act like everybody has a life just like you do. A lot of people don't. Just like a lot of people don't have a life like me, you James, and it's just like, it just makes you so like humbled and thankful to just be in this position to just have these like lifelong friends like you, you know what I'm saying? 15 years, like, and I have friends that are, like I've been friends with for 20 years and like the type of person I am, I don't really like, I don't go after new friends. Like I have, the, I've had the same friends since everybody's known me. Everybody knows who my friends are. Everybody, every single person who knows me knows who I'm associated with. So it's just like, it's so yeah. real to me to just be in this position to just inspire people and just be such a good friend. And I'm not saying I'm perfect. Like everybody's messed up in life, you know what I'm saying? And I'm just so thankful to be, you know, forgiven and just be in this position to just, you know, keep this, keep this thing going. And I appreciate everybody who said happy birthday to me. I love y'all. And I got to do this. Hey, yeah. <laughs> Get it. <laughs> hey. it up. Everybody who's been, I'm pretty sure everybody who's had a birthday to me has been through a birthday with me. You already know what it is. Shots up. We getting hey. bottles. We getting that. We getting that. You know what I'm saying? I ain't going to speak on it, but we get it done. Salute. Well, happy 30th <laughs> birthday. Thank you for coming on the show, bro. You are blessed. We, we are blessed to hear your powerful story, bro. It is such an amazing journey that we've been on. But, bro, it's only 30. The journey is going to keep continuing three or four hey, times more than what it already is. We're going is. in, so bro. We're yes, going sir. in. We're going to have a network. We're going to have a network. We Listen, y'all don't know. Me and James, we've texted about this. We're going to have a network of just, like, our friends. We're going we gonna, to, at some point, we're going we gonna to have a, a certain, like, segment of this this life that we can just all like contribute to and see success from. And there's a lot of avenues of like a lot of our friends' careers that, you know, mm -hmm. to other people, they may not get the, the recognition that it deserves, but guess what? We're going to make it work and we're going to all strive Amen. and be successful and be positive and love each other, bro, and just do good in this world. And I swear to God, I, like just, just because of the minority of our friend group, like we don't get it done. We're, we're like, we're a representation of this era, bro. We're a representation of this era. We're all getting after it. And I love y'all. I appreciate you, James. I love you, bro. I can't wait to see you again. Straight up. Love you, brother. You already know. Appreciate that. Yeah. Hey! Hey, hey. Hey. <laughs> hey. Hey, I'm going to tell y'all, James... James got the best dance moves out of everybody. Oh, no, 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 that's not true. All right, all right. This is going to be cut out the video. All right. All right. <laughs>
got some, I, I got some Tiffany missteps. Hey, brother, many blessings and good health to you, brother. You, Tiffany, and the family, thank you for sharing your powerful story. It was a pleasure having you on the show. Like I said, to Christian and AB in previous weeks, let's link up in a few weeks during the holidays. Tune in next week to a special Thanksgiving episode featuring my cousin, University of Richmond student, Clarice Leclick. As always, thanks for everyone for tuning in. Stay safe. Keep chasing those weekly goals and see you all next week. Out of this world, but I can't find my star Where are you? I need you Keeping me close, but your heart feels so far Where is it? I need you